Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back to Fanboys and the Filthy Casual. Back at you once again. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. Welcome to the few but faithful followers of two fans fans of boys. <laughs> fans of boys. That's uh, fans of boys. That's uh, that's this is the accent that we're gonna use from now on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh God, no. Imagine if we do a, a podcast just doing that. <laughs> just talking like Mario the whole time. The hey, Mario talking about the uh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's like Italian fob now. What's going on? <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, when didn't Mario spend time in the Philippines? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't, isn't just Italians just the fobs of Europe? Is that... <laughs> they all got off boats. <laughs> we just lost our two Italian followers. Oh no, Luigi! No! <laughs> Mamma mia! Mamma mia! And Carl. For some reason, Carl's Italian. <laughs> He's just half Italian, so it's okay. Um, well, welcome, everybody. Yes, this is Two Fanboys and Filthy Casual. And if this is the first time you've ever heard our, our, um, our podcast, we actually talk about things that are important and not just racial stereotypes, which, which we're pretty good at that, too. So if that's what you like, stay tuned. Um, but today, we, uh, you know, uh, we, we usually... Uh, start our podcast with something we call a potpourri um, because um, it smells really nice and um, it's tasty also, I guess. Um, that's what I learned from a movie one, at one point. And uh, Harold, Harold today, our, um, our potpourri expert, um, has two things that he, was, he wants to talk about today. So, Harold, go ahead. Please regale us with your potpourri. Well, uh, the first thing is... Uh... As most of our regular listeners know, that I am a big fan of the Call of Duty franchise. Except for I Carl, been... because he, he left. Yeah, he's Carl of Duty. But um, <laughs> the, the past year, almost a year and a half now, I've been spent playing the game. Um, and then just last March, they introduced their b- version of a battle royale called uh, Call of Duty Warzone. And um, it's been a big hit for a lot of... Uh, a lot of players, they, uh, according to their last numbers, there are a hundred million players. That's so hundred million people. That is this. nuts. And then, um, Kershaw's so a, nuts. I know Kershaw's nuts. <laughs> a, a big thing that a lot of people have been doing is uh, the big video game streamers stream the game every day. So they uh, have built, like, they've amassed huge followings before this game. But due to the fact that there's literally 100 million people playing this particular game, their viewership has gone, uh, you know, uh, skyrocketed. So just this past couple of days, they've actually done the very first real big change of the game. And they kind of just threw up a kind of a different map. So that was like the big thing is a lot of the complaints have been that it's a great game. But unlike Fortnite, it doesn't... Um, uh, change maps so all the locations are the same and it's you see you're really just playing the same game for over 365 days so <clears throat> they've been hyping it up that this n- newest season of Warzone was going to be a complete change of the game and <clears throat> being the fact that the latest call of duty was black ops 4 then it takes place in the 80s they were like okay um i think we're going to do some kind of weird time warp and uh bring it back to the 80s so just recently, they had this big event yesterday 
for everybody here listening. It was like last Wednesday. And then they did a continuation today. And <clears throat> some of the biggest streamers in the world decided to do the event live. And literally half a million people were watching people play this game on on stream, on Twitch. Just Twitch alone. Not including the people who stream on YouTube, which accounts for maybe a couple hundred thousand more. So literally a million people were watching just a few people streaming this thing. And those guys, <clears throat> the biggest streamers are uh, a guy named Nick Merckx and this other guy named Tim the Tatman. And they are they're they're uh, popular because a they play the game that everyone wants to see, and b they're kind of funny. They're like they're silly, they're very toilet humor, frat boy stuff, um, very douchebaggery, but it's enough. And they're good at the game, so it makes you know you're you're entertained while you're doing it. Because obviously, if you're a good player, that's cool. But you can't, um, uh, you're not going to uh, get more viewers just by being good. You have to be entertaining at the same time. So these guys, just their Which, group by the way, itself, is a tagline for our, our podcast, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like we, that's why we can, we're, we're good, but we're not funny. <laughs> but like these guys in particular, just the fact that a group of four, just these four guys alone were able to get half a million viewers to watch them play a video game and it was mind-boggling like i was watching the numbers in this corner and it was like it was actually more than that <clears throat> one of the guys nick Merckx, the biggest stream, one of the biggest streamers in the in the world had four hundred thousand people watching just his stream specifically just his stream and then the other one tim the tatman had about 170 people watch 170,000 people watching his stream so six hundred thousand people just between those two guys alone like it's ridiculous man so and it's good I'm glad because the game is finally a little bit different from the game that I've been playing. I haven't had a chance to play the new map yet. We just got home. But as soon as uh, we are taking a break after this episode, I will be uh, playing just a little bit just to see how the new map is. So um, it's just crazy to me that video games have come this far and that there's literally that many people that are coming to watch people play Call of Duty. So yeah, Two things I learned from this poopery. One is um, there's a lot of people who like watching video games. It's crazy. Um, I remember like six, seven years ago when I heard that phenomena, I was like, um, wait, wait, wait. Somebody is watching people play video games? What kind of concept is this? And now it's, it's a thing. Um, and secondly, the other thing I, I learned is that, Harold, uh, you need to step up your game because we need a portion of that 400,000 uh, yeah. <clears throat> followers, bro. So um, yeah. I um, get about three viewers per my stream. So I mean, and one of them welcome. Is, <laughs> yeah, Lewis is very. Lewis, uh, the other ones, Lewis's son, and you know. Yes. And then one of my buddies occasionally. So. And, and one Russian bot. Yeah. So, oh, there's more than in one. Even the Russian bot won't watch me play. <laughs> the Russian bot says you got to pay me more to watch this guy play. <laughs> Russian bot asks if you want to exchange pictures, and he said, mm, maybe. <laughs> Okay, Harold. Here's, Dude, uh, e yeah. Even even like point one percent of that four hundred thousand dollars, uh, four hundred thousand followers would be wonderfully appreciated but yeah dude like i'm with dennis on this one man like i think we kind of take for granted how like he has to step up his game no oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's just do that <laughs> no he's actually like uh, obviously he uh you know last time i played call of duty he literally carried me on the on the game because i was hot garbage and i had to be resurrected 
a half a dozen times. Thank you, Harold. But um, but yeah, like uh, it's it's only crazy. half a dozen. Come on, man. I, I'm rounding down. Shut up, dude. <laughs> Give me something, man. Um, but you know, like the economy of video games, like we, I don't think we talk about it enough. How, like, in the last year, obviously, you know, being stuck at home and whatnot, like, yes, streaming has become huge, bigger than it, what it was, what it already was. And you know, the people have been binging The Office at nauseum, and everybody's talked about how, like, they've they've seen uh, Tiger King dozens and dozens of times. But yeah, dude, like, video games has shot up in in the in the stratosphere of like just pop culture in general, like these streamers have become legitimate like celebrities in their own cases so it's kind of crazy to me that you know uh, obviously like the three of us that's what makes this dynamic kind of fun is that we're all kind of in different places in our lives but i love the fact that like when harold brought up nick Merce's uh stream the other day my 12 year old's like oh yeah i knew that i was like oh okay so you guys are obviously the demographic and you know well to uh, one out of three guys knowing this is happening is a pretty big demographic out of uh, out of everybody viewing. So yeah, and then yeah, I guess in, in this case too, it doesn't hurt that yeah, most of us are at home at like what was it here like noon, uh, twelve o'clock at noon on, on a Wednesday. I was in the office. No, <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, I mean hypothetically <laughs> at that time, like you know, all these people are at home, and instead of turning on the TV to to watch whatever's on TNT or or, or plus on streaming like people decided like we're gonna watch this guy these guys play and correct me if i'm wrong dude but he they crashed the servers right like like i, I don't know about your side h but i did try watching a little bit of a tim tatman stream and yeah they were complaining how like, the the stream was kind of lagging and all that stuff so yeah. i don't know how much of that was like the million the, like you said the, the hundreds of thousands of people watching them or just like the, you know the, the <clears throat> handle all the attention but yeah uh, i'm just excited to see where it goes i mean we were of that generation that kind of grew up watching and appreciating the video games you know thinking like this could be something you know i, I i'm trying to imagine like this is probably the beginning of like okay this sounds like old man river but like when 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 sports you know start to become like a, a legitimate like franchise or, or or an economy in itself it's like yeah, this is where this is what we're where we're at right now. Like video games is going to be its own. I mean, it already is. It's a freaking million dollar billion dollar industry. So you know, this is just another part of it that's growing. So I'm I'm really excited to see where it coming. And yeah, kind of happy to be part of it too. See, the, you know, it's kind From of the awesome. sidelines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's kind of <laughs> awesome about the whole thing that you think about it is you have all those people watching it, right? And you you want to be a part of that. So not only because it's kind of like. The weird thing where you can be, uh, you can't, we all obviously can't be professionals in sports, in professional sports, but you can play alongside some of the best streamers in the world if you just happen to be in the same lobby as them. So the reason the game crashes is because everybody's watching them play and they're like, I want to get in on this action and I'm at home too, so I can <laughs> play. And a lot of, a couple of my friends, like, uh, they were like, yeah, we're trying to get in. We can't, the lobbies are just um, too oh, full. Oh, okay, okay. So what they ended up doing is because the game kept crashing, they started limiting, <clears throat> like they did a quick uh, quick fix where they limited the lobbies for each game to 100 people instead of 150. So that, you know, kind of takes away one third of the, of the game, but it makes the game playable at least. So people like, <clears throat> though, like game developers de- depend on content creators for them 
to get the word out on their games, obviously, like if they right. enjoy it and they have that big of an audience, like that's like we talked about before. The only reason Among Us ever became famous or popular is because streamers started playing the game. Right. And once the once those big streamers started playing the game, everyone was like, same thing with Fall Guys. Literally any game where that becomes viral is because of the fact that these big streamers are playing these games. So, you know, more power to them. Those guys are actually getting paid now. Um, some of those streamers ended up... Um, Owning a piece of one of the biggest gaming teams in the world, uh, 100 Thieves, the, their two biggest content creators, uh, Courage and Valkyrie, who is half Filipino, um, ended up being now part owners. So they're part of they're part owners of like a billion dollar company, along with like Justin Bieber's manager and Drake. So I don't know how that works, but hey, it, doesn't cool. um, doesn't Rick Fox own a a, a, a E team too, or am I just mad? Yeah, he owns a League of Legends team. Nice. Wow, that's deep cut. I I can't even get in on that, but okay, that's cool. But yeah, dude, that's nuts, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, one of these days, like we've been trying to do is trying to do a stream with the three of us, but uh, the limits of the internet and technology seem to keep depriving us of that opportunity. Damn you, Switch. Damn you switch in your crappy connection. Damn you trying to play some Scott Pilgrim, man. Availability of um of actually good systems. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully within the next five years, um, uh, fives will be available, and I might be able to buy one. So we'll, we'll and at that point we'll start uh, we'll start doing that. Um, uh, any other uh, uh, poopery before we move on to our main um, main topic for today? Um, I'll just do another one real quick, just because Dennis kind of mentioned it, um, <clears throat> and it kind of ties into the uh, program that we're going to in the end a little bit. Uh, I am one of the lucky people who was able to acquire a PS5, and the first, <laughs> I know, but uh, I remember the uh, tragedy that we spoke about a couple months ago where I was really pissed off that Walmart canceled my order. Uh, luckily, Carmo's on my side, and I ended up getting one. Nice. So the... The first thing I bought on the system was Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, and how is it? Um, let me see. Graphically, it is the most gorgeous game I've ever seen in my life. Um, and then the only this is the real issue I have. The only real issue I have with the game is as someone who puts in tons of time playing a video game, the game is way too short. And yep. it is, uh, there's not, there's no bosses. That's what I heard. It, it was, it, 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 it was a game that was, that was supposed to be, or should have been a DLC, but for some reason they decided to, uh, maybe because of the timing for a PS5. And um, th- that's, that's exactly the reviews I've been hearing. And it's really sad, especially considering that uh, Miles Morales um, is such a great character, such a, you know important character, especially after, um, you know, Into the Spider-Verse. You think that they would try to, um, you know, take that and, and try to make some something out of it. But it's sad to hear that. Um, but um, now you have an Xbox and uh, you have a PS5. Um, what's what's your opinion so far, H? Um, the thing is, like, at the moment, neither like more of the PS5 than the Xbox is taking um, uh, use of 4K technology. Like, games look good on the Xbox, 
but they were they're literally like not built for them yet mm. like those those these two systems came out way too early and like um i i i it might might have been a mistake to be an early adopter but at, right now especially at the price that i paid for the xbox such a bargain um not not so much for the well for the ps5 yeah because like i said miles morales and the other games that are like black ops uh four they look like fantastic they look like completely different games than they would on and then if you buy um miles morales for your ps5 you get it to download for your ps4 too um but what what would be the point for me doing that because literally the best thing about that game is the graphics like it's like they, they don't have there's a um one of the things you can do is you can like do slow motion stuff so when he's like falling off a building, you can do it slow motion. And then if the building has a lot of windows, you can see his reflection in it. That doesn't show up in the PS4 version. Wow. And and it runs a lot smoother. And I just really wish like Spider-Man for PlayStation was such a great game. And it took so long to finish that game. And there were so many memorable boss fights that even I was like, dang, I can't believe they did all this. And then you think about it and when you play Miles Morales, it's like, if you go to YouTube and do a clip on uh, Miles Morales boss fights, it's like a 10-minute clip. What? It's not really the whole thing, but it's there's there's like a handful of boss fights. Mm. And that's like what's fun about like any of the Arkham series and then the Spider-Man games. Those are what like I, I'm really into besides like first-person shooters. So it's like, yeah, it's great. I really hope that they continue it and they do they do give you some DLC because the game is way too short. I was I like I've never gotten a hundred percent on a video game in less than twenty hours, and I think I spent maybe fourteen hours on this game. So, like you can go back just to do like mini, you know, open open world stuff, but it, without a objective, it always seems aimless. So it's like, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. Well, um, you know, as someone who has not been able to procure either or, I'm still still pretty damn jealous. Uh, All I know is I'm looking forward to the upgraded version of the Switch in December. I might be able to get that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, But uh, thanks for that, Harold. Um, Always making me wish that I had more money. Uh, (laughs) Moving on, um, you know, speaking of more money, more problems. that should, dude. That should be like the uh, opposite, uh, uh, like title for Winter. I mean, Winter Falcon. Ooh, that's the other name for it. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, you know, we've been kind of teasing it. We've been kind of talking about it, and you know, and now that Winter Soldier, oh, damn it, Falcon and Winter Soldiers um, is is coming up. Um, as we speak, in a couple hours, uh, episode six is uh, coming up in the finale, and we have all decided that we are going to stay up um, because the internet is dumb and stupid, and we don't and horrible. want anything. Uh, <laughs> we don't want anything spoiled, so we are going to watch it. So what we are doing today <clears throat> is we are doing our review of what we've seen so far, and then um, somewhere in like most of the, looking at the time right now, somewhere in like the four hour range of our uh, of our podcast today, um, we are going to stop and we're going to tell you to uh, you know to pause and if you want to hear our thoughts and spoilers for the newest episode you can or after that you can just you know uh move say goodbye to us and and uh, wait until later but um you know winter so damn it i don't know what the name of the show is 
Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, five seasons so far. Uh, gentlemen, what uh, what are your thoughts so far? We'll start with that, and then we'll go with um, the best moments or, or best themes. I guess we could uh, either either or. So let's go with what do we think so far. Lewis. So, <clears throat> excuse me, like you mentioned, this uh, you know Winter Soldier. Winter, golly, I'm doing it too. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is only five or six episodes long, as opposed to the. <clears throat> the eight or, or whatnot that we got from uh, WandaVision, but it, it feels compact. It's super concise. And I think we gave our, or we were going to give our initial thoughts, but it's been such a great ride for the last few episodes. I have been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying myself with this. Um, I think I uh, like, uh, this word is going to come up more often, but I do like the diversity in the material that MCU has given us. Like, you know, I, I think I mentioned it in a previous podcast, but, you know, WandaVision has been just great. Like that, that's been like a great character study and one and, uh, you know, in, into just the, you know, the Wanda and vision. Uh, but Falcon, and Winter Soldier has been just a great little uh, study on like the dynamic of you know more heroes, and it's more action packed. It's a little it, it, uh, there is a lot more socio political stuff in here. I think we're going to go into it later when, uh, as as Dennis mentioned, we'll talk about the stuff that we like. But yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm really excited to see what the finale has in store for us in the next few hours. Uh, looking forward to seeing it and wrapping up. Like honestly, like I, I'm trying to imagine, but there's not a lot of ways that this finale could disappoint because yeah, let's be honest five out of six episodes if the five episodes have been as solid as they've been you know the, even if even if the sixth episode or the finale is lackluster or whatnot I, it, it's hard for me to say it's going to take in my enjoyment away from this uh, show as a whole harold what about you um i think we had discussed this a little bit before where we said that really the way that they had um been kind of showing that the, the 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 new MCU is going to be developing more on Disney Plus in uh, TV shows than it was going to be uh, on screen in movies, especially during the pandemic. That at first they don't really like the the trailers for it are kind of always like they seem a little lackluster, and you kind of don't know what you're getting into. So it's like yeah, like I said before, you're taking two secondary characters and now making them the main characters, like you did so much in. Uh, in a uh, WandaVision. So, and in this one, it's like they have two of the sub, sub, sub characters. Um, even though, you know, Bucky had his own name in one of the biggest uh, Marvel movies of all time. So the direction that they've gone with it though, is fantastic because like it's, it, it, it I know it is that um, unlikely buddy comedy with not, without, with not that much comedy, but still the interactions between the two are, are pretty good. But uh, it's it's not even the the material that they're going with. It's the fact that the material that they've gone with has such an impact in the time that we're living in currently. Whereas, like, I think you even mentioned before, we're like, I don't think they're going to go in that direction. And they went there. They went exactly where we thought that no, especially being on Disney Plus, being like a, a platform that is mainly family friendly, you wouldn't imagine that this is the top kind of topics that they would uh, delve into. And the fact that they're doing head in and head on with this thing, it's it's something I didn't see, uh, like I didn't see it coming. 
I didn't think that they were going to go as far as they've gone. And literally in the last episode, they straight up said, yeah, this is a race thing. Like um, we, we have been tiptoeing around it for so long. And it's like, it, it seems like it was a big deal at the end of uh, Endgame where uh, Cap gave the shield to Sam. And now it's like, here we go. Like full on, this is, this is where we're going with this. And as much as you think that the reason that he gave it up was because he didn't want to do it, it, it was bigger than that. So, I mean, everything else around it, though, I mean, if the acting wasn't as good, if everyone didn't sell or completely buy into their characters and whatnot, then this thing would have been a big bust and it would have been like a parody of itself. But as of the way that they're going now, I think they've done a great job. Um, you know, I was going to talk about my uh, opinion, but I think um, I, I, I kind of want to use uh, what Harold just talked about and I kind of jump into it. Um, and I still remember um, that, you know, I think when we first when we first started, did in our initial um, our thoughts about the, the episode, um, the name Isaiah Bradley came up. Um, and I, I, I believe one of us, I, th- I, I think it might've been me. I kind of said, I, 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 there's a rumor that uh, they're going to bring in Isaiah Bradley. And I remember when I first said that I, I was one of the people in the back of my mind is like, no, Marvel's not going to do that. Um, or if they're going to do it, they're not going to go th- that in depth. Uh, for the, the people that might not know who, uh, you know, Isaiah Bradley, or maybe who listening to this and maybe not know the 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 um, the, the background of it, you know, uh, Isaiah Bradley first came about, and Lou, correct me if I'm wrong, um, it was the 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 comic book Truth, Red, White, and Black. Um, and it was exactly that, the, his, the story of this African-American who um, became the guinea pig um, for, um, you know, for the, for, you know, af- uh, um, after, um, you know, after everything, um, the, 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 you know, the, the guinea pig of, of uh, to recreate uh, Steve Rogers' um, uh, formula. And in, in the storyline, here's this guy that um, they were able to successfully do it, but the way he was treated was completely the opposite. It was the very first time, at least I think so, it was the very first time Marvel in itself, in its comics, really tackled something that that deep. And I remember when I, I, I was hearing Isaiah Bradley's like, no, they're MCU not you know the marvel at this at this moment they're doing so well they're doing so great uh, they're not going to rock the boat so badly and then I, I believe it was episode 2 or or was it episode 3 i forget which one um and then you actually get to meet isaiah bradley and it's this you know you know frail um and like broken man um and all of a sudden you have this the this deep secret that that you know not not the MCU itself, but the 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 universe itself has kept secret. Everything that we've thought was amazing was was pure. All of a sudden, it's no, it's it's stained, it's darkened, and it's been such a great ride that I would have never thought that this was going to be about. And um, you know, just the um, um, uh, you know, um, Anthony Mackie um, has just. Uh, you know, been able to really, at least in my opinion, um, has been able to take this material and really, you know, um, convey it for me. And um, what are your thoughts so far? What, you know, Harold already started, but Lou, um, what, what are your thoughts on the way that, um, you know, that Marvel is handling this, considering that everything that's been ha- happening, you know, with uh, the 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 Chauvin, um, 
you know, like um, the, the decision that has been come about. Um, everything that's happening in the world right now, um, you know, how do you think that Marvel has been handling this so far? I gotta, I gotta admit, dude. I think they have taken some pretty brave steps. Um, you know, we can't think of these, or we can't watch this show in a vacuum. Like, obviously, when they were making the show in the last year or so, you know, it's made in the light of yeah, of the you know the, of the Black Lives Matter movement, all the uh, social political upheaval, all the uh, all the other crazy stuff happening all over the world. And, you know, you, you just know, I mean, obviously the creators of the show were not blind to that fact. And yeah, like you said, dude, um, I gotta be, I, I, I agree. Um, maybe, the, the, you know, we thought maybe Disney or this whole company was not going to be able to address this because yeah, they're a publicly traded company. You know, they are the, they have, you know, traditionally a lot of these bigger companies, they, 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 they told that line of like, well, we got to play it safe. We can't really ostracize. I mean, and, and let's be honest. I mean, it's not like they're ostracizing anybody with the lessons of this, uh, of, um, you know, they're not hammering any one particular side on this um, in, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but they are bringing to light all the kind of stuff that, you know, thankfully the Marvel comic books have been kind of pretty brave about showing in the past. And it's like, I, I think for us, comic book fans, it's kind of, it's a little surreal to see it being portrayed in live action. Like, yes, you, you know, yeah, I, I think, uh, like you mentioned already, like uh, uh, the comic book Truth, Red, White, and Black, when uh, it was exposed that uh, you know, the experiments for the super soldier serum were conducted in the past and not all of them were unfortunately, you know, brought to light in a positive way. And, you know, dude, I, I, I that was one of my notes I had here is that in that, uh, this last episode, when Isaiah Bradley, this character who was also a super soldier, who was unfortunately kept hidden because of, you know, the horrible experiments and the horrible things that were done to him. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's insane that his story or his origin story about like how he saved his fellow soldiers and he escaped and you know all this stuff and it's sad because he's basically telling a parallel story to steve's uh you know his or steve's origin story you know if you remember from first avengers that was his first adventure is you know he he helps free bucky and all the other howling soldiers and he gets a parade and he becomes you know he becomes uh enshrined as the captain america and isaiah bradley you know what two two decades after the fact in the 40 or if i'm doing my uh, time uh, timeline correctly in the 60s was put in jail and you know and experimented on so that's it's tragic but unfortunately it's not unfounded and it is it's grounded in you're the history major then so i know it's grounded in actual american history where you know unfortunately uh, african-americans were experimented on and you know treated mistreated by both the government and by by by, by the government so it's it's a tough pill to swallow but it's really enjoyable to see you know being shown and kind of making making you know making us and making the viewers think so we'll see how it goes i'm really excited to you know on a less on a more nerdy side i do know that you know you read young avengers and the potential for like a future generation of more heroes are is being subtly introduced because uh again correct me if i'm wrong but like you know isaiah bradley's grandson is a future superhero um so you know hopefully we'll see that happening in the next few months next few years because I think that's one of the better parts of what um, the MCU has done so far with WandaVision and, you know, this show. And I think uh, seeing slight spoilers from the upcoming Hawkeye show is that we're going to get a young crop of heroes coming up soon. So looking forward to what they're doing. I'm excited for what they're doing now, for sure. But, yeah, also looking forward to the potential in the next few years. Harold? Uh, have you guys heard about the uh, the abandoned plot of the show? No. Mm-mm. Which one? Or not which one, but 
What was it? Oh, so from what I've heard and read before is there was an underlying plot that they had and that they decided to go against because it was hitting a little too close to home. Um, remember, there's that one character called Mama Donia. Yeah. Yes. The one, that um, I, the, the one who helped the refugees or something like that, yeah. right? So yeah. like Carly's all over, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mad respect for her and whatnot. And they never mentioned how she died. Because uh, uh, from what I've heard is she died from a pandemic. Ooh, yikes. She died from a virus that had taken down a lot of the people who were, had survived the um, the blip. And it was uh, slowly working itself back into uh, trying to even out the rest of the world uh, that way. So... I remember correct if I remember correctly, they had delayed the filming of the show first because of you know logistics where you couldn't really film anything anyways, but because they had to change the storyline, and so now that's one of those things where like in the back of my mind now that I see it, it's like uh, it's it was a little bit visible, and then they did a pretty good job of like clearing it out. But I think it would have been interesting to see if they had actually pulled the trigger on that and seen how people reacted to that because I know that when they people have been doing like pandemic or virus movies uh currently and no one's responding it to a well because we're living a little too close to that kind of storyline and no yeah. one wants to be that you know no one wants to relive that kind of stuff so um uh, but besides that fact i mean the fact that they have taken uh characters from the other movies and made them a little more prominent in this one um is one of the fun things about the show now like the whole Sharon Carter getting her own deal and being this kind of slightly uh, kind of like a, her own little mob boss, you know, you know, having to do her own thing now that she's out of shield and whatnot. So uh, it's just kind of fun to see her back. And it's always nice to see GSP doing things besides punching people in the face. So <laughs> um, it, it's interesting that Lewis kind of said, you know, is there that, that Marvel's towing the line. Uh, Lou, I, I, my my feeling was kind of the opposite. It's almost like, you know, there's like here's the line, and they've they've decided we're gonna cross it. We're mm, gonna cross yeah, it, yeah. and um, you know, because I mean, this, you know, you're saying that it's history. I, I mean, the whole experimentation on black people. Unfortunately, you know, there was something called a, a pronunciation aside. It's called the the Tuskegee um, uh, um, uh, study. And right. um, basically, it, it, it was, you know, there was like 600 black men who there, you know, they were given medicine um, and, and to to test out and nobody told them what it was for. Yeah. And because of that, they, 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 they died. And then, you know, no, they were given syphilis on purpose and they weren't yeah. told that they, <laughs> that they got this freaking debilitating and, you know, disease. Th- th- that's what truth red, white, and black is. And yes. you know, the, the fact that we have, you know, it's funny that Harold said that, oh, you know, um, Marvel, Marvel, if, whether, if that is true, Marvel decided to go, you know what, uh, it's too close to home. You know, um, the, uh, the, the, the whole like uh, COVID-19 is too close to home. Let's go some, something else that's not too close to home. But then around that time when they were filming this, that's when the uh, the the, um, the George Floyd. That's where the um, all the 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 Black Lives movements uh, um, was was forming. So it's interesting that they decided to abandon one and then take this and then embrace it so well, um, and, and and to the point where it's almost 
and and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, it, it's uh, it, you know uh, you know one of the main characters, one of the characters that um that was created was uh, not created, but has been introduced to the MCU's John Walker, the the new um Captain America, who's um who is um not um Lewis's wife's uh, Captain <laughs> America, of course. Um, but never. It, it's amazing just how. It's almost become like the, the, the. I mean, one of the best symbols that I uh, that I, I have, and I know I'm jumping around here. That I saw was that when um, John Walker kills one of the uh, the flag smashers, and it's the it's the it's the the shield, and there's blood on it. You know, that was a great like at least for me that was a great um, like moment and like an image. But then one of the other cooler mo- images was. Once um, the Falcon gets the shield, he tries to like clean the shield and tries to clean the blood. And there's this, I don't know if it's intentional, yeah. if it was meant to be, but it's this look of resignation uh, with with um, Anthony Mackie's character that it's almost like a representation of what's happening now in our world where, you know, it's, you know, um, people of color looking at America and looking at how stained and how, and how you know how troubled we are and it's almost like the um the falcons situation is it worth defending is it worth being proud of this symbol is it proud is it worth um being proud of the shield and in in a lot of ways it's um i you know whether intentionally i'm guessing it is it's almost a reflection it's almost a commentary on america today so it's it's powerful stuff and again i go back to the idea i can't believe they're doing it yeah actually dude i i totally agree i like from um from a layperson's perspective, I get him wiping the shield because he has such respect for the shield because it represents Steve, one of his best friends, and it represents like the battles that he's been through. But dude, that's a great point that it is a reflection on like yeah, the status of you know, African Americans in 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 in, the, in this country and the blood that has kind of stained the uh, the image and everything. So yeah, dude, there's a lot of like context in this uh in this um. In, in the show and yeah it's like I'm, I'm trying to imagine the alternative of like if if a lo- if a lesser writer or creator was to make the show it would have just been a battle of like well we're just gonna give you know sam wants the shield back because he's uh, steve's best friend but you know it would have ignored the subtext you know the fact that they, like yeah let's be honest like how many people even in the real world would accept a black man taking on the mantle of, you know, this guy, this blue eyed, blonde haired, you know, uh, uh, Anglo, uh, who, who was in this position for so long and so well respected and so loved. And yeah, what, um, you know, you, you already brought up Isaiah Bradley, his, his little, his little commentary about, you know, the fact that if, if any, any self-respecting black man was to take this mantle, you know, or it, it wouldn't, happen or something like that but basically it was basically calling out that there the 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 shield the stars and the shot and the stripes was unfortunately um a hypocritical thing for for isaiah bradley yet you know from what we're seeing or at least for what we're anticipating is you know sam will be taking up this mantle or at least he's going to take up this challenge you know otherwise we wouldn't have gotten that sweet training montage which by the way i did not know i needed in my life until I saw him doing it. I'm like, yeah, that's what the MCU needed is a training montage because we haven't had one since, uh, uh, at least a satisfying one in a long while. <laughs> like, uh, I, I think it's um, the casting of Wyatt Russell and his portrayal of the John Walker character mm-hmm. is uh, 
what was really necessary for the show to succeed besides the two main characters. Because if he wasn't the, you know, infinite douchebag that we imagined him to be when he first took up the mantle, like literally the end of the first episode is just him with a smirk yeah. showing off the shield and whatnot. Um, and him, the internet was livid. <laughs> yes. And everybody went bananas because they were like, wait a minute. And <laughs> as everybody, people who knew that, that this character was going to come back, um, just with, under a different guise, it, it was like, um, yeah, we we figured, but we're going to automatically like him because he's Captain America. And it's like everybody who kind of fanned about it and did a little research was like, I think he's coming in hot as a villain. And it slowly but surely built. And it was one of those things where it's like he, he did things so subtly where like he, you know, you, you want to respect him as being a soldier and someone who has uh, done a lot for his country and whatnot. But at the same time, it's like his personal ethics, like the way he wanted to get things done and the way that he needed to always be a part of something. It was like, it's just something that's not going to fit right about this guy. And you, but at first when you meet him, it's like you meet him and then you meet his best friend and you're like, yeah, they took care of each other through all their tours together. They're basically brothers. So it's like you try, they were purposely like, this is the parallel that we want you to see. We want you to see that he and this black guy are best friends, just like Cap and Sam are. So it's like, oh, automatically you're supposed to shift towards the uh, the positives for this. But it was like from the jump, like his very first actions, him jumping off the helicopter and trying to get in on the action kind of deal. And then trying to be forceful towards the two, um, you know, when he was trying to get uh, some information from them, it was like, you're going to end up hating this guy. And then you end up like, like, obviously, like the first image, like you said, you ended up hating him already. And then now he gave you a reason to really hate him. And then now as we're going into the very final episode of the show, we're like, I hope he gets his comeuppance and we will see how that goes from there. Um, I, I like your points about, um, uh, about uh, oh, Jack Russell was, for some reason. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the first thing I met, John Walker. Um, and you're right. Um, I, I think it would have been so easy for, uh, for, for them to have just made this character comical almost, like, um, like uh, forgettable. But the way they developed him brought it to the point where I don't like this guy. Like I, I want this guy. Like at, at the end of the whole, at the end of the season, at, at five during the, uh, during the uh, the the mid credit thing where he's making his own shield. In the back of my mind, this guy has to die. This <laughs> guy has to die. Uh, he's done everything wrong. This guy, but props to him. Props to the, the uh, Marvel crafting this story, and props to the the, the guy to have uh, have created this because um there are there are moments that. He that through his acting and through the situation, you just not you just don't not you just don't hate him, but at the same time you kind of feel sorry for him. When um one of my favorite scenes was um when uh, when the Dora Milaje showed up, you know, um and first and foremost, anytime you see the Dora Milaje kick ass, um awesome. But uh, I don't know if we mentioned this already, but that that the, the uh, after the scene, um uh, uh, John Walker. Um, has this moment where he goes, and, and I'm paraphrasing, and he goes, you know, it, it, they weren't even super soldiers, yep. you know, and he got his butt kicked, and yep. you knew at that moment I was like, oh snap, oh snap. And the, 
the one he was talking to his buddy about like if you had the chance to take the super soldier serum would you he's like why not and i was like oh dude he's gonna find it and he's gonna take it yeah and 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 when um and and when Carly had those things, I was like, oh jeez, oh jeebus. And but that's the thing. It, 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 um, the one thing though I like is that even though he's despicable, even though you don't like him, there's still something where at, at the back of my mind I'm like, this could have been prevented. You know, this 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 is something that if if like part of me in a way to be honest, we blames Bucky and uh and 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 the Falcon. Yeah. You know, because man, they were douches to John Walker and Battlestar at the very oh, beginning. Totally. They're like, no, no, I'm not getting in the car. Nope, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> not gonna help. Nope. <laughs> and these two are like, yeah. come on, guys. Uh, we, we we just we, we just want to drive you. Like, nope, we're walking. Like, it's yeah. almost. Like it's almost like I. It was almost like an Avengers club. It's like you know what? Do you know who I am? Oh yeah, dude. You're right. That's what it is. What's the good point? A, a, a good point to think about was, if anybody ever wanted, it, like, he was really looking for validation, right? Like everybody knew he was just some guy that they picked out to be the Captain America, and went on just carry the mantle. But if he was ever looking for validation, the two people who would have given him validation his two best would be Steve's two best friends. Yeah. And the fact that they never gave it to him, that's like one of those things that like kind of like yeah, screws you up too, because it's like, I'm trying my best. I'm just doing my job here, man. And they're literally were just spitting in his face. Or it's yeah. Like, yeah. I think, dude, well. yeah, I think you're right guys. Like John Walker or, you know, Wyatt Russell has to get a lot more credit. Cause I think a few things real quick. I like that the series or the series format, like spreading out what would have been a movie into like, yeah, into basically a, a few hour long episodes has been great. Cause it's beneficial. Cause you're right. Like, well, I think one of the few things that they kind of subtly, you know, implied is that yeah, we want to hate him, and we we kind of don't want him to be like those one-dimensional bad guys, like you know, like Yellow Jacket or the guy from Thor Two or whatever that's gonna come in and he's a bad guy. But like, you, you kind of feel for John too sometimes because you know his credentials at the beginning. If I remember correctly, they said, "Oh, he's a Purple Heart. He's got like all these awards, blah blah blah." And so, you, so on the surface, you're thinking, "Okay, he's decorated. Maybe he has earned it, and maybe he has." You know, he has what it's got. Like, I mean, let's just give the guy a chance. But then, you know, his conversation with Battlestar, uh, Lamar, when he was still alive, was, you know, he he brings up the point, like, you have to do horrible things to earn those awards. Yep. You don't get a purple, you know, you don't get uh, these these medals of glory by being peacekeepers. So, like, so as a viewer, you know, obviously the three of us here are not military. So, I mean, I, I know Her uh, Harold's got like military in his family. So unfortunately I don't, so I don't know that experience or I don't know that side of things, but hearing that said out loud is like, dude, you're right. Like, unfortunately, and th that's also kind of an aspect that we forget about Steve Rogers. He's not Batman or he's not Spider-Man. Like, you know, he's going to resort to violence at the last set moment, you know, as much as a good man as Steve Rogers was or is, sorry, is, I'm going to say is because my wife's right here. She's like, he's still alive. Um, you know, Steve Rogers was still a soldier at the end of the day. Like he still has to, you know, do what he needs to do to, to win the battle or win the war against Hydra, against the Red Skull, against whomever. So, you know, that's, that's that. Um, and then uh, yeah, another know, real quick before you get to right, your yeah, point, yeah. Uh, Lou, you're right. Um, uh, uh, Captain America, First Avenger, he killed a bunch of people. Yeah, dude. You know? He had a gun. So it's not, he had so a gun. It's not like yeah. he's 
he's not he's he's not innocent you know yeah 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 no no no, you're right like you know i think that's what we kind of dislike about um you know the snyder version of batman is like dude this is not his character but you know on the flip side captain america as much as we love and we put him up on the pedestal is like yeah dude's a soldier first and foremost so he's got to do what he's got to do but i I think one of the things i I saw it on a meme and i think it's been perpetrated uh perpetrated uh I've seen proof of it watch, rewatching the last episode again. But um, speaking, I think Harold brought up the fact that, you know, he just needed validation. Every time, you know, they, they did a side to side, or I've seen some memes where they do a side to side. When, whenever Captain America or Steve Rogers was introduced, or whenever he introduced himself, he would say, I'm Steve. And every time John Walker would introduce himself, or whenever he barges into the scene, he'd say, I'm Captain America. As if, like, look at me, I am Captain America now. You know, Steve Rogers, and it goes back to that, you know, I think that was the lesson from the first Avengers, and I love that it keeps coming back up, is that the super soldier serum doesn't make you strong, per se. It just makes what's inside you uh, more or something like that, but basically brings out what's inside of you. So Steve Rogers, good man. Uh, John Walker, good soldier. And dude's just even more now, you know. So unfortunately, I I think that's that's the part that's coming out. And yeah, looking forward to see how this all kind of plays out, dude. So what you're saying is uh, John Walker walks into every conversation and says, I'm the captain now? (laughs) Yes, dude. (laughs) He is a meme. He is a walking meme, dude. (laughs) Look Uh, at me. I'm the captain now. (laughs) um, One one good point that you came out, a bunch of good points, but one point I like is you kind of said that the fact that it's not a movie, the fact that they extended it, um, they're able to make these uh, villains into something more than just like a one note yeah, um, a one-note character. But um, aside from John John Walker, the best one, uh, the best villain that has come out of here and has looked amazing is Baron Zemo. Like, yeah. yes, I, I love Baron Zemo. Now, um, <laughs> like Baron Zemo in um, uh, doing his dance. Um, like somebody had like a somebody did like a cut of it where they just like they like, looped it. It was for a while. It was my favorite thing. Just watch. It's just him dancing. It was it, you know. But you you take a one note character from from uh, uh, from Civil War and then you make him into a character that you still hate, you still don't like, but all of a sudden he's more human. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's so cool to see. You know, like the first time ever that you've actually seen Baron Zemo be called Baron Zemo. I mean, you know, like at first it was Zemo, and then oh yeah, you know, I'm a don't you know I'm a Baron. And then there was even a joke where um um where Sam kind of jokingly or like they're uh, like kind of making fun of it. Oh, it's Baron Zemo, and it's like yes, guys, we finally achieved. Um, uh, a Marvel comic book or a comic book of uh, um, um, Valhalla where we can actually call somebody Baron Zemo, have like hideous colors and a purple, uh, a purple, um, you know, mask to to boot with it. It, it it's it's a great place to be in, and uh, at least as a comic book nerd, and it's just hilarious and 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 funny that you know they've been able to hit everything and they were able to get. Baron Zemo correctly over here. Even though they did that, the mask bit for just a brief second. I know, but you, but, you know, it's it's like you just only need to see Wolverine um, and Wolverine's yellow costume once. You don't need to wear have him wear it all the time. You know, just a little, <laughs> just a little snicked of it. You know, it's perfect. I wanted to see him wear that costume still. I know, true. That's such a tease. 
Yeah. Um, I, the thing that it's funny because we've been talking about this for like how long, however long we've been talking about it. We haven't really mentioned much about Buggy. Oh, he's, yeah. You're right. He's other name in the title. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I mean, is it, it's not, I mean, it's a little strange that, not strange, but it's kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird that they put a lot of the, pretty much the emphasis on the whole show is on Sam. And like everything that Sam has to deal with, and at the same time, like Bucky's kind of just there yeah. for most of the part. Like he is literally the sidekick. Still, he's still not, yeah. you know, um, uh, full-on hero material uh, quite yet. And um, as much as he comes in and does his things, or he saves people for a little bit, it's like you see the weaknesses that he possesses much more than the strengths that he does so far. And it's like. I am hoping that in the final episode, you know, the equivalency finally comes out between the both of them and they show that, you know, that it's more of a partnership than it is like a, a hero and a psychic. I agree uh, uh, to a level, but I, I think it's almost, it, it, it feels like, it feels like, um, it feels like they had something for Bucky, especially at the first episode where we spent all that time at the, uh, um, you know, um, with the psychiatrist mm-hmm, and the therapist, yeah, the therapist, and we've seen this book and everything, and you know, at least for me, it, it's it's it, it's almost like with Steve, it's almost like a reminder of Steve, like like it's almost like. Um, I, I don't know what I don't know my exact point here. Uh, like it, it skipped in my mind, but you know, it's it's it, it's almost like we're we're almost like it's it's almost like we're saying goodbye to Captain America. We're almost saying goodbye to Steve Rogers because everything that we know of as Steve Rogers, um, the moments the moment Bucky lets go uh, and finishes his uh, his his list. The moment he's able to, um, you know, the moment he's able to help uh, um, um, Sam, it's almost like his dependency on on Captain America, on Steve, disappears, and he gets to move on. And I think maybe that's where they're going. You know, that that Bucky needs to let go of this, just like Sam needs to let go of the uh, the shield in order for them to be happy. I don't know. Now I'm now I'm imagining there's gonna be like a ghost scene, where like <laughs> Sam and and Bucky kiss and then Bucky disappears <laughs> to Unchained Melody. <laughs> no, I, for some reason I thought I thought Sam was gonna be Whoopi Goldberg. And they were going to. <laughs> and you're not gonna see Dem- Demi Moore. You're just gonna see um, him. Actually, no, you're not gonna see uh, what's the name. Um, that handsome guy, I forgot his name already. So I could be Chris Evans. It's gonna be... <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the cameo that's going to be worth the subscription to Disney Plus. <laughs> um, any other points that we want to make before we get to our spoilers here? Um, I think that's. I think I feel like we covered a lot. Like this, this uh, the show has been very jam packed with a uh, little subtlety and a lot of in your face stuff. So it's really been an enjoyable ride. Um, I. The turning point of having um, Battlestar getting murdered uh, through Carly, uh, I think, is obviously it's a big event 
in the series. And I think it's going to be the catalyst for like the finale in terms of like, yeah. like, uh, the uh john johnny walker damn it <laughs> it's like johnny walker wanting to uh, uh, avenge uh because of the fact when he meets like uh lamar's family and like is that his sister or whatnot and um they like the more that they question him and the more he's kind of like a loop he's about, lying yeah, straight up, yeah yeah like I, I murdered the guy that murdered it's like that's got to be i think that's where everything is coming to a head obviously everyone's going after the flag smashers anyways, but it's like the, the, now that he's making the personal, the three way, three way action. Damn it. Yeah. That's why you get, you need a subscription for that one. Yeah, that's, the, that's the only fans page I was thinking about, but um, <laughs> I, I think this is, that's the big, um, and you know, him creating his own shield from his medals of honor. Uh, it's going to be kind of crazy and I'm really excited and it's only a few hours away and, can't wait to see a non-spoiled version of this finale. Absolutely. Um, real quick, um, real quick question for you. Um, I don't know if you did. You at any point get a sense that maybe, just maybe, Sam wasn't going to pick up the shield? At first, I did. I think initially, I did. I mean, before the show, yes, because again, I mean, we're all comic book fans, so we kind of know where it's coming. But throughout the series, yes, I actually did have a feeling that, dude, maybe it's going to be like hot potato and Sam is not going to end up with a shield for some reason. Maybe it's going to be uh, end up with Bucky or end up with a totally new third person that's uh, not going to that hasn't even been introduced. So, yeah, I'll be honest. I think there was a point where I said, yeah, maybe they'll throw, you know, they'll, they'll throw a twist at us viewers and say, yep, Sam's not going to end up with it. He's going to be, um, you know, Falcon forever or whatnot. But, yeah. Yeah, maybe if they didn't show him throwing the shield in the uh, trailer, I mm-hmm. it would have been put into my head. But like that's what, that was such a big part of the uh, initial interest in the show as itself that I was like, it's it's gonna happen. Do you want him to pick, do you want him to take on the shield? Is my question to you now. Absolutely, uh, just to just to taste the wonderful uh, so uh, you know tears of the haters. <laughs> Just be like, yes. Just to be on Twitter tomorrow and be like, yes. <laughs> Give me, feed me with your hate. Feed me with your sadness. <laughs> it's getting too political. It's like, dude, it's, uh, you know, uh, Magneto was a Holocaust survivor. Uh, Mag- uh, the mutants of the X-Men have been an allegory for the uh, African-American civil rights and for the gay movement. So it's always been political, guys. <laughs> but yeah. You just never uh, understood done. the undertones because you are not very intelligent. Exactly. Because <laughs> you're, you're none of those. But yeah, I'm down. I'm, I'm so ready for it. Um, and looking forward to, yeah, seeing like, I, I don't know if it's going to lead to a big, I hope it does, leading to a big Avengers movie in a few, because I think we talked about that at the end of WandaVision, how this, like these shows might be, you know, kind of forming, or not might, might be, but they are basically, you know, they're continuing the MCU formula. And as, uh, you know, as much as I love it, you know, each chapter is kind of bookended by a big Avengers movie. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this new Avengers is going to look like in a few, you know, in a few years or whatever this new version is going to be. H, how about you? Do you want him to be um, <clears throat> after the speech he got from Isaiah Bradley, I didn't. Oh, like, he literally was like, yeah, "No, yeah. no self-respecting black man would ever take up that mantle." That's oh, what he said. Dude. Thank you. That's what he said. Yeah. H, I- I'm with you, dude. I think it would be such a powerful move 
it, it would be like a big, powerful move by the MCU if after the end of the whole thing, you see Falcon, Sam Wilson drop that shield, understanding that he, like, just that thought that he that he does that he doesn't think uh, because in in a way for me. It's almost a cop out for M- the MCU with everything that they've told. It would be a cop out for the MCU to to for for Sam to take it because, you know, it's almost like forgive if if we're using the allegory of the shield being America, this is almost like America. I'm forgiving, you know. It, it, I forgive America. Mm-hmm. America is still great. It's uh, you know, but I- imagine that after defeating the Flag Smashers, after defeating um, and, and seeing, you know, seeing, um, you know, if, if, uh, Sam seeing um, uh, uh, John Walker with his new shield, realizing I don't need it. You know, I can be somebody else. I can be my own person without Steve Rogers. And then, uh, and then the Bucky. Saying, saying the same thing. I don't need the shield. I don't need Steve Rogers anymore. Um, and even though uh, your wife will will scream bloody murder, I, it, 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 just just that scene where the where the the where the the shield is on the floor and everybody walks away. That would be at least for me such a uh, such a big moment. I don't know. Um, not gonna happen. Definitely not gonna. Oh, happen. not gonna happen. The the I think the one line that people love to keep a. Uh, throwing back at everybody is that it doesn't even belong to the u.s government line mm. and so people so many people are like oh something something big's gonna happen so it's like kind of curious to just see where it goes mm. okay That's true. Uh, last thoughts before we get to and into our spoilers um uh, uh um uh, speculation what's gonna happen um what's gonna be um what's gonna be uh underneath that um uh, that case that uh, that 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 uh, that Sam was longingly eyeing, um, and um, wh- wh- what's the what is the fate of of Sam Walker, uh, Sam Walker, uh, John Walker, <laughs> and who the hell is the collector at this point? You know, the power broker. Oh, power broker. There you go. Anybody? Um, <laughs> expectations. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, low hanging fruit because. Um, if if one division is any indication of how they're going to do this, uh, I think the last episode is going to be a, a big fight. You know, uh, you know. I, I think some people were a little disappointed with how one division ended because there were so many like you know theories and stuff out there about like how this is going to end, but it ended up being a big fight. And it, it looks like that's what it's leading to as well. I mean, Harold mentioned already like everything is culminating with the big showdown against the Flag Smashers. Uh, yes, Winter Soldier walked away at the end of the last episode, so it would be interesting if he does come back. Uh, you know, in Falcon armed with whatever he finds in his briefcase from uh, that, that he got from Bucky and from Wakanda. I think it's going to be a big showdown. Hopefully, it'll be a super satisfying fight. So far, the fights have been super solid. Really, uh, you know, great, like kind of grounded, uh, you know, hand to hand kind of stuff, which is, you know, kind of what we expected from uh, a bunch of super soldiers and Sam in his super suit. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing what they do there. Um, hopefully, oh, sorry, Dan, remind me again, what was the second half of your question? Because you had a really good uh, second half of that question. Like, um, oh, who the power broker was? And, and I think. What's um, in the case? What's in the what's box? In, what's, 
Box, not box. Yes, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Uh, <laughs> sorry, twenty-year-old spoilers if you haven't seen uh, Seven. Um, I think it's, it's going to be. It's actually Gwyneth Paltrow's booty shorts from uh, from Iron Man uh, from the Avengers. <laughs> from the Avengers. I thought you were going to say from Shallow Hell. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm done with that one. <laughs> um, so I, I think it's going to be Sam's new costume. Um, you know, it's kind of they, they, they kind of uh, set it up already with the fact that uh, John ripped the wings off of him in that big fight in the last episode. So I think it's going to be a brand new spanking costume. Uh, I I have a strong inclination of what the theme is going to be or what the look is going uh, to be. What's your thought? What, what are you envisioning here? I think it's it, it's kind of what you said already. I think it's going to be a bit of a layup you know, low hanging fruit. It's going to be his version of Captain America. It's going to be a Captain America themed uh, Falcon suit. Um, you know, it's going to have, I think that's another thing that they brought out uh, about, um, you know, John Walker's costume is that it's red and blue and no white, unlike Steve's costume, which, you know, I guess if you know your flags, the white was supposed to represent the purity and the innocence of the country. And the fact that John Walker's costume, which is red and blue, is like, oh, maybe that's indicative. And maybe Sam's is going to have a little bit more white. I mean, if you know, if you read the comic books from years ago when he was Captain America, he'd had prominently, yeah, red, white, and blue. He, he, was, a, he was a flying flag, basically. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how that look uh, comes out. As, of, as for who the power broker is, I honestly don't know. Like, there's so many theories out there that it could be Thunderbolt Ross, that he's, you know, actually trying to, like, put uh, that stuff out there, that it's some new, it may be, um, oh, gosh, what's her name? Veep, uh, the, uh, Elaine Benz, I can't, I can't remember her name. Julia Thank Louis you. <laughs> Julia uh, Louis-Dreyfus' character pumping the, uh, or, or he was, she was the one that's trying to get all this uh, stuff out there. Uh, I, I also read somewhere that it might be the Vulture, because, you know, his whole gimmick in Spider-Man was that he was the one giving out superpowers to uh, criminals. And, you know, I, I honestly don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing where that happens. As for uh, last thought, as for John Walker, I hope he lives. I know Dennis, you said, you know, he deserves to, uh, to, to go. He deserves to be sanctioned, to, to say it nicely. But I, I'm looking forward to, like, a, basically a, 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 um, a group of evil super soldiers. Because if I remember correctly, I don't know if they're going to go back to it, but Abomination is still technically alive, who was a soldier who was being basically given a, a bad version of the... Um, of the Hulk for, formula, you know, we, we can have John Walker uh, as another super soldier who's gone on the bad side. And, you know, uh, uh, Dennis, you know, the Thunderbolts, like the, the basically a, a, ba- a group of bad guys or anti-heroes, basically like the, super, uh, the suicide squad of the Marvel Universe. So, yeah, maybe if they can build up something like that, would be cool. Because um, I think that's the next evolution of the bad guys is basically like, yeah, the, a, a bad guy group instead of just one guy trying to fight all these people. But anyway, that's, that's, that's what I got. Harold, uh, in the box, I think it's just a like Lewis said, his version of the Captain America suit with no wings. He's not the mm. Falcon anymore. Mm. Um, I like and that. Then I, I like think, that. And I think it's gonna be shades of gray because I think the character itself is gonna be having shades of gray. Oh, clever! A, but with a giant white star in the middle, because you know. I like it. I like it. Um, I, I quite agree with you. I want him not to, like it would be awesome if he's not the Falcon anymore because think about it in the end of the, this whole thing, Bucky doesn't want to be the winter soldier anymore. True. You know? So at the end of this whole thing, we maybe we don't have a Falcon or a winter soldier yeah. and it's just something that, that I think that'd be a great, uh, great move. What if it's like uh, the death of Superman where it's going to be a bunch of Captain America's 
<laughs> I am so ready That'll for that, dude. The reign of the Captain Americas. The reign of the Captains. <laughs> um, Cap Rain. Personally, I I I I, I was kind of leaning towards where Harold was. Um, I I didn't think of the gray thing. I, I was I I was more leaning towards Lewis's uh, like white theme and everything. But I think it would be it, it would it would be interesting. Like, um, you know, because it's from Wakanda. What's what stops him from having from 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 not having a Black Panther outfit? You know. Um, Ooh. So damn, that's good too. Yeah, imagine that. Like, I mean, you, yeah, Bucky's not uh, Bucky. Uh, Sam doesn't have uh, uh, Sam doesn't have powers, but he can absorb and uh, and 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 you know, you know and and do all those things. So I think that would be cool. Ooh, I, I get. Now I just thought of something cool. Something cool would have been. What if inside the box it's one of those flowers? Oh, oh. or the new Black Panther, <laughs> or at least they superpower him up so oh, he's not like at a be- oh, dude. It's like, what is this? Let's make tea. Yeah, <laughs> what is this? Let me smoke it real quick. <laughs> oh, come on, man! Just because he's Sam. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, man. Dang it! Oh, we should, you should be writing this stuff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll find out in just a short. Yeah, we have we have about an hour and a half before um the the um the the, the finale of a again I, I think all of us agree a, a very well done um surprised us we um, I think it it surpassed what I was expecting um and um you know if this is if you do not want to um hear our spoilers I think this is where we say goodbye and say. Um, you know, we'll talk to you later. And um, you know, when we post this uh, on the um, on the comments, we'll tell you exactly where, what, what, what time, what timestamp that you should go to if you want to uh, hear again, uh, hear the second part of this whole thing. But um, if you are, if you're here. If you're if you're leaving us, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed um, our little banter over here. But if not, um, stay tuned because in a few moments um, we are going to be having a, um, a not too don't worry, it's not going to be too long. But we're going to be having our thoughts, a review of the finale of Winter Soldier or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Anything else before we go, guys? That's it. They're looking forward to seeing what happens in the next hour and a half. Okay, cool. And hopefully the internet doesn't spoil us in the next few. I know. <laughs> Literally like seventy minutes. Oh, or eighty yeah, ninety yeah. minutes. Damn you, New York people. I know. <laughs> I'm putting my phone in a in a safe or no, in, think, in the fridge and it's like leaving I think it alone. In the East Coast it it starts at three AM. Oh really? Okay. Oh midnight our time. So okay. damn you uh-huh. damn you people <laughs> from Papua New Guinea. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, we'll see you in a few, and um, hopefully you enjoy our uh, you enjoyed our episode, and hopefully you'll stay tuned to hear our review. And we're back. We are back. Whoa, <laughs> is that Harold? Yeah, no, that's, I don't know what crappy impression I'm supposed to do there, but uh, and we're back. I don't know. That's kind of my walk-in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That, that, that is a little bit of walk-in. Um, so. We are back from watching the finale, and uh, obviously we are continuing the saga of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Is I, that like, like, is I that... like how you have to think about that for yeah. like, Falcon? Spoilers in a few moments, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Not so, so much of Falcon anymore? Yeah, like we said, this is a spoiler alert, so we are going to discuss the ending of the series and the series as a whole now. Now, now we've seen um, exactly where things have been leading up to, and 
if we were correct in our assumptions, which we were totally wrong for the most part, at least all of my assumptions are wrong because I, I didn't even try on that one. So, um, what did well, you guys think of the, What I was hoping was wrong. Uh-huh. And Oh, I, I think we did. What did they do? Anyway, because it's been so long. It's been so long. Uh, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But um, uh, we had discussed previously that a spoiler that had gone around the internet was something that Dennis had run into. And I was asking him after we talked about it, I was like, so did that spoiler, did it actually spoil uh, actual events? Was it, you know, a real thing? And Dennis said. And yeah, and fortunately it did spoil it. Um, for those, again, um, right now, if you don't want the want, um, Winter Soldier or Captain America, no. Oh, Falcon. If you uh, if if you don't want um, the uh, cap, damn it, uh, Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier spoiled, um, you know, please make sure to turn it off right now. But yeah, um, uh, the day I think the day before, and we were kind of talking about, you know, I don't want anything to be spoiled. As I was clicking, it was weird. It was just a Yahoo. Um, I, I was just going through Yahoo News, and there was a an image of Anthony Mackie in the Winter Soldier. I mean, damn it, in the new Captain America uh, costume. So surprise, surprise. Um, you know, surprising nobody in the world. Um, you know, uh, Sam did uh, don the um, the Captain America outfit. Um, what did you guys think of it? I loved it, to be honest. Um, I actually kind of think, yes, it, uh, the internet did spoil that for me as well a while back. But thankfully, I think the execution was great. I really loved how Sam looks. Um, I love the aesthetic of, like, it's basically, you know it's a Captain America uniform. Uh, but with um, Falcon, you know, uh, uh, aesthetics. So, yeah, I dug it a lot. Uh, I think it looks good on him. Um and I, I thoroughly enjoy like his him uh, his big introduction of of literally crashing into the building in the in the uh, in the whole new outfit. So yeah, digging it, dug it, dug it a lot. Um, you, I think it was you, Lou, that kind of mentioned the uh, the costume aesthetic of John Walker, where um, the one thing that was missing from it was the white. Um, you know the white the shading, and it's interesting. It's like mostly white, you know. So uh, interesting choice. Um, a very very faithful to the original uh, design. Um, when uh, Falcon did become the uh, Captain America, the original original way. But um, I really like the way they were able to pull it off. Um, costume wise, um, there were some disappointments. As in, I really wish it was more Wakandan. Like I was looking. Oh. I mean, but um. There were definitely things there that uh, the costume looked uh, amazing. The fact that you, it can now withstand a helicopter crashing on top of it, and it's okay. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure I I, I vote a yes on the costume. Um, H, what do you think? I just think I wish that the introduction of him in the costume was a little bit better, mainly because it was so quick that it didn't really give you time to appreciate or, you know, bask in its glory. You Keith Lee kind of way. But it, it happened so fast, and it was like, not not really, I don't think, for me at least, I didn't, he didn't get a proper entrance or a proper introduction. I would have loved it if he had um, come in, you know, through the thing, and then a big glass, you know, big spotlight had hit him from two or three different angles, and him just posing in the Christ-like position that he ended up taking in a few, a few minutes after that. But that's kind of like how, you know, for the most part, 
they really emphasize in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to get that big superhero introduction. And I think he's robbed of it slightly, mainly because everyone was like, it was in the heat of the battle, whereas then everybody else got to do the, like a slow introduction and like, like a shoot up moment. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like, like Iron Man's very first, exactly, you know, right, that yeah. kind of thing. And, um, but otherwise everything else looked fantastic. It was kind of exactly what I was imagining, um, that the costume was going to look like. I know that he looked spectacular in it. And, um, based off of all the hard work that the Wakandans did in order for him to get into that costume, um, I think they did a great job. Um, you know, interesting that you're now talking about, uh, you know, the the way they built it up and everything. Let's go with, um, you know, considering that it was the sixth episode, um, and considering that it is a wrap up to the finale. Um, what did you think overall? Um, did do you think before we get into specifics, do you think they were able to wrap it up in a satisfying satisfying enough manner, um, uh, for you? Um. See that's that's the tough thing. Like as a as a as a fan who has more or less been Ray or you know uh, has been watching these MCU movies for the last few freaking almost a decade now or more than a decade now. Um, in, in a sense, yes, it was satisfying, but I also have to kind of admit there are some parts of the show that was introduced that I thought were um, little le- either wrapped. I felt like either wrapped up too quickly or you know. Actually, yeah, that's it. They were wrapped up a little too quickly for me. So, yes, there was the big flashbang, awesome fight scene finale to kind of wrap everything up. But I think the show did such a great job of, like, introducing all these different concepts that I kind of felt were wrapped up a little too neatly, a little too quickly, um, that I was hoping that it would either be stretched out. I mean, it... I guess I'm asking for too much. It's like, I feel like Goldilocks is it's too much, not enough. Uh, but like you know, I would love I would have loved to have seen more of Isaiah Bradley. I think we'll talk about that later. Like his story, the whole story of like a black super soldier in the fifties. Uh, I, I was really kind of hoping that they explore that more. Um, you know, the race relations of yeah, African American heroes after uh, or, or that kind of thing. I mean, yes, Sam obviously had a great speech about that whole uh, uh, thing. Uh, but you know, I, I was kind of hoping they'd expand it that further. Not to mention the um, uh, what do you call it? the the flag smashers. I, I think that was one of the actually one of the concepts that I really enjoyed about the first few episodes. Is like, uh, you know, there were actually people who not necessarily empathized with the whole you know with what Thanos did, but the fact that. Oh, you know, with 50% of the world disappearing and then coming back in, you know, there is definitely a, a socio-political, like, change in the world. And that kind of addresses it, because I think, Dennis, you brought it up that in Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, or the second Spider-Man movie, they kind of, like, glossed over the fact, like, oh, they're back, and here we are again. It's like, oh, there's, like, that was a huge shift. Like, why isn't this being talked about? And I was kind of hoping, you know, this would be the, the show to kind of tackle a lot of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I think there were some... Um, stuff that was left, um, you know, I, I was kind of hoping they'd expand more or at least tackle a little bit further. But I'm hoping that, uh, you know, this is basically setting us up for more episodes or more shows in the future. But, yeah, I thought it was satisfying. But, uh, again, some stuff was wrapped up a little too cleanly, too quickly for me. H? I, I agree with that in the terms of literally for the Flag Smashers and for Carly herself. She had probably one of the worst exits for any oh, oh, main character. Is, yeah. Um, mainly because... Not so much that she got turned on and um, it, it was one of those turns that you could probably see coming a mile away and whatnot. But the fact that you have the whole show building up towards, like Lewis talked about, her um, taking on this leadership role and saying, um, we, we're, not, we're not fighting for uh, anything in, in evil, or like something negative. 
we're fighting because we're trying to get the whole world, you know, their whole thing is like one world, one people. How is that a bad um, uh, message? You know, it's it's about unity. But, you know, she's doing she obviously did it about uh, did it about it in a, in a violent way. But the whole time, literally the whole show is about them trying to capture them and they're like sam and bucky and eventually end up not even being part of that whole process yes they helped in some ways but i mean we'll, we'll talk about it later and what happens to them but i haven't seen a a main villain of a tv show or from a, a marvel series go out in such a punk way ever mm-hmm. and it was like she, you know how people always say they deserve better she totally deserved better she deserved a better ending a better um any kind of continuation of her message and it seems like it it literally just dies with you know everybody who was incinerated by yeah. a person that for even a second L- Lewis didn't figure out who the guy was and so it it just got a little it got a little too jumbly in the middle um for the, like this is there was so, uh, so many things going on at the, so many different times um but the main um the main message that they wanted to get out that was the most important thing and I think they did a great job on that part. And I, I kind of agree with you. I think the best thing out of that whole finale was Anthony Mackie's speech. Um, you know, very poignant considering what's been happening in the world, not just recently, but for you know, for God knows how long. You know, as history has dictated it. Um, but it's almost like because they were they were so insistent on it that you're right. Um, you know, th- those characters those other side characters were pretty much left um uh, left to the side um one person that i thought that did not get any justice at all in this not just the finale but the series was the second part of the namesake of the show yeah like, dude bucky did not get diddly squat yeah you know i mean i know we discussed previously how we would th- we at least for me i was like yeah bucky's getting no love in the show whatsoever and then you'd figure in the finale, he's actually going to get some kind of thing. Dude, John Walker got more yeah. than Bucky did. And yes, Bucky got his his end, his ending, but it, it wasn't clean for anybody. It was, you know, it was it was it was a cleansing moment for him in particular and for the old man who lost his, his son. But yeah, really nothing else left. A, even in the action scenes, he gets like one one good action scene. Maybe. I mean, he. How many times did he like get smashed and then he fell on, 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 in the thing? So it's it it. Yes, I get it. It's it's. Um, I get the purpose of it. Um, I get that you're trying to set up, which they did announce like pretty much right after the the finale. They announced that guess what, Captain America Four is coming. But it's like, um, does that mean Bucky is gonna be the sidekick again? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's kind of sad. And the thing that um, I wish I would this was my original thought, but somebody pointed out. I I I'm, I I I was reading somewhere where it's like. Why is it that only Falcon got the name change in the end when Bucky's whole point was that he was trying to get rid of the Winter Soldier soldier uh, persona? Yes, at the end of the whole thing, you're still Winter Soldier. Yeah. Good job. Congratulations. I mean, I mean, the only, like, everybody got, even Zemo got a great, you know, ending, you know, um, as at least satisfying in, in certain ways. 
he got what he wanted. He got rid of all the, the, the flag smashers. He got rid of anybody that has a super soldier serum, except for Bucky, of course. Um, you know, but it, it, it was just a little bit disappointing. Uh, and I kind of agree with what Lewis was talking about. Everything seems so... They just... It was like, okay, we got to get rid of this. We got to not get rid of it. Let's get through this as quickly as um, as we can. Let's make it as neatly as I can. And because of it, there was just some um, uh, there was some, some stuff that I was left um, questioning. Uh, let's go specifics then. What what was what was good and what 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 wasn't uh, good for you? I'll I'll start. Um, one thing that I thought that was good was um, uh, definitely the action sequences. Um, it, it was almost like the first, like the first, um, <coughs> the first episode. They um, they spent like all the money, um, oh, yeah. and then after that, it's like, oh, okay, let's, you know, we're gonna keep it quiet. And all of a sudden, they they spent everything. Um, I I love the uh, the the helicopter sequence where um, he, he they were able to get rid of the pilot, and then the um, you know the, the lady was able to grab the the the, uh, the yoke. So it was great. That was a good one. My the the one that didn't that kind of fell flat for me was isaiah bradley like um the moment that isaiah bradley pointed out like came up to me i'm like for a guy that was so adamant that america sucked and that the government sucked and everything he went really quickly to choking up and th- saying, "This is what I was looking for." No, you said that you don't want anybody to know that you were uh, that you were uh, used to be the uh, the Winter Soldier program or the um the Captain America program. All of a sudden, just because you have the statue now, all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, you're right." Um, and the other one was, "How did they get all that? How did Falcon or Captain America get all that information onto that Captain America wing?" With when all of those are supposed to be like, you know, like secrets. Yeah, government secrets. <laughs> I guess if you're Captain America, you have you get you, you got get that pull. punch, bro. <laughs> yeah, you got that pull, dude. You got, you got the punch. Yeah, the Falcon punch. The Falcon <laughs> punch. <laughs> By the way, I told these guys still mad at the fact that someone said, "What are we supposed to call you?" And they said, "Captain Falcon." And I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> That was gonna be my meme. It was just a picture of Fal- Captain Falcon doing a Falcon punch and just being like, "You guys get it?" Oh, uh, what, what was worse, that one or that? You know, the the, the one guy's that's Black Falcon. <laughs> no, that's Captain America. <laughs> Thank you very much Thank you for pointing that out. Thank you for pointing that out. Not that everybody figured that out. Thank you, buddy. No, I, I, I do like that the Disney Plus captions actually said, Captain America speaking. And I was like, ooh, okay, we oh, got to really? promote. Yeah, so okay. if you watch it with the captions on, it'll actually say that. Um, yeah, yeah uh, just just for the fans that you guys know, Lewis is the old man that always has any <laughs> captions on. Captions, no matter what. We're watching no matter, sporting no games. No matter what. Even though it's a live basketball game and the commentary is two hours later, you still got the. I still gotta. Right. I, I gotta know who's calling what and whatnot. So, um, but yeah. So uh, I I totally agree, Dan. I think the 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 fight the beginning half was action packed, uh, super fast, and I think a lot of the yeah as much as yeah I agree I dislike how Carly's um you know finale. Per, uh, how it turned out for her but i think the whole fight itself was really well done i think everybody kind of played their own role uh even john walker you know the u.s agent um you know you, I, I think the whole internet kind of predicted that his janky homemade uh shield wasn't gonna uh last very long and no. it did not it oh, did those, not those poor metals dude. Yeah, i know it's, those it's still funny though how how short it lasted yeah 
I was like one throw, and it's like ah, he worked all that for one throw, bro. I know we got we got a whole post credit scene just for that. Dude. The post credit scene was longer than the actual shield existence. Um, but yeah, you know, so even he kind of had a little bit of a redemption in, in, in that scene. So I thought that was really it was interesting uh, to say the least. Like it was kind of funny how not funny, but maybe it's just us projecting as fans that we were expecting this new Captain America to be the next big bad. But at the you know the last episode, he has a little bit of a redemption, you know, in the choice between uh saving uh, a a van or a truck full of uh, uh, uh people or chasing after carly he made the right decision more or less um but so yeah very interesting about that um and yeah dude i think for me one of the uh, um uh, dennis already talked about isaiah bradley i really think he needs his own spinoff or some kind of throwback to that one uh but um for me actually i think the weird part for me is uh going back to john walker like he was agent like i said he, he was kind of set up to be such a uh, a bad guy or maybe an anti-hero or something like that. And the fact that, yeah, I get that maybe he had a moment of clarity. That's why he had to save uh, all those people. But at the end of the last was episode... That, is that when he was rubbing his eyes the whole time? So he got his clarity at that point? <laughs> he needed yeah. some Visine, I guess, or something. But, um, yeah, because when he was talking to to um, to his friend Lamar's parents and how he said, oh, I killed the... Or I'm gonna, I, I killed the man who, who killed your son. I was like, well, you're lying. And... You know, you you were kind of already thinking like, dude, this is gonna turn bad for for Cap for yeah Cap and and Winter Soldier because you know maybe he's gonna be a third you know antagonist or a second I'm sorry second antagonist. Um, so yeah, um, it's weird. I, I wonder how where this is gonna go for him. Um, I guess I'm assuming we're gonna see him in the future because obviously if you have seen the episode, he's alive, well with a new costume. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see how, uh, how it goes for that one. So I wasn't too sure how to feel about John Walker's story arc, but you know, this is his first and yeah, let's see where he goes from there. You know, it's an interesting thing about his costume change was the fact that it is completely different because it makes him a completely different person, but he said it's the same. So in my head, he literally believes that he's still the same, playing the same exact person, just with a different costume. Yeah. So the Captain except, America, except black, except black, except black. And he's like, out of context, like, it's the same. like, wait a second, is that a commentary on the show? Yes. Or what, what are we doing? We don't know that anymore. But, but who are you talking? You're talking about? No, exactly. <laughs> are you talking to us, the audience, or or to your wife? To everybody. <laughs> um, the one thing that I think was the, I think the one line that was literally talking to the audience was Sam saying. Millions of people are not going to accept me in this costume. Yeah. And even, I was, even, like, even now. Yeah. I, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like we said, it was going to be heavy-handed towards that, and it, it really went that way. Um, and then my my nephew actually made a really good point to me. Wouldn't it have been kind of awesome if when uh, the new Cap was fighting Bartok? I don't know how you pronounce his name. Whatever. Bartok. Uh, yeah, when he's fighting GSP. If, like, when he was, like, you know, doing whatever, and he paused and he said, I could do this all day. <laughs> or or, 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 to, the or right. to make it to the, or make, to make it less racial, I could do this all night. <laughs> Jeez, wow. Because that's, that's where we need to go with this thing. But, um, so, besides that, I really felt... It felt super rushed, though. Yeah, it did. In terms of... Like, they could have spread out, literally, like, last episode was, there was, like, no, pretty much no action or whatever, and you could have spread out more of the storyline there, too, and it would have made a, probably a better impact if you had introduced um, them going about that 
with Isaiah Bradley initially, and then, you know, continuing it into this episode. But um, otherwise, for a, you know, admittedly for six episodes, and only planning on going six episodes, he was able to start things and wrap things up in a decent manner. Not the best manner. Like, you can never say it's not a bad show or it's not a great... It's a great show. It just didn't have the strongest uh, finale in terms of just co- closing everything out. But now that we know that there's a new movie coming out, that there possibly is going to be a second season called the uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which, like Dennis said, I think it's still kind of... But does it even look like a better show if you call it Captain America and Bucky? Or the adventures of Captain Bucky? Or maybe make it a bucky centric like finally make it a Bucky centric thing. Well, well I don't know. They're gonna call it Buck Wild. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Gone Buck Wild. <laughs> hmm. Girls Gone Buck Wild. <laughs> Speaking of Girls Gone Buck Wild, what's up with Agent Carter? I was gonna. Were we gonna talk about that? I was gonna ask I, that um, question yeah. because you were talking about you know uh, like uh, characters that did not get any like respect or anything i mean yeah she was badass she was all those things like agent carter did this so what what you guys think about that you know the funny thing is i couldn't help but think of what you said when we were wrapping up the wandavision review how you had said how they introduced or reintroduced wanda as the scarlet witch and whenever marvel comes up with a, a strong female character they turn into a bad guy and i'm like oh well, she's the bad guy now. So, like, I, I thought they were going to set her up to be, like, she's going to be the new Nick Fury. Like, she's the, if you think of it, with Nick out in space, hypothetically, you know, if, if we were to believe Spider-Man, you know, how many other, uh, how many super agents are left on Earth? Black Widows before she passed away. And, you know, Cap's gone as well. So you have to assume, okay, well, maybe it's Agent Carter. And, like, oh, just kidding. She might be, like, the biggest double agent since Hydra. So I, I it, it's an interesting choice. I'm kind of glad that they're going to give, you know, uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but they're going to give this person Emily more. Emily Van Camp. Thank you very much. Emily Van Camp, more material to work with in the future. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to what she and even um, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character, Val, is going to have for the future. Because it sounds like she's the one that outfitted John Walker. She's she's the one who uh, gave him the new name of U.S. agent. And she's talking about, like, oh, it's, the future is going to be uh, weird. It looks different. And I was like, what does she mean by that? Does she wa- is she working with Agent Carter? Um, but yeah, I mean, gender politics, politics aside, I think it was kind of interesting, but at the same time, it's like kind of out of nowhere. I, I might have to rewatch the show again and see what exactly happened to Sharon Carter between the end of Civil War and now to get her to the point where she is like, you know, the kingpin of, you know, crime or whatnot. But yeah, I thought it was kind of weird, kind of an odd choice. But again, uh, we'll see where they go with this one. So I was talking to my wife about it, and I, 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 I was... I, I was really disappointed, and then I kind of thought about what if this is intentional. I mean, I'll I'll give MCU a credit that maybe just maybe they're not the whole they're not doing the whole thing. Oh, let's turn a strong female person into a, a a villain. What if they're actually going and taking that a step further? One of the shows that um that are are, are is coming out is Secret um uh, is, oh no. Um, what is it, Secret Wars? No, uh, Secret uh, Invasion. Secret Invasion. Yes. Um, yes. What if that was a, uh, the, what is that? That's the first scroll that we have, you know. And I, I would love for that to happen because that means Peggy Carter's, uh, you know, great niece didn't betray their their nation, you know. For, yeah. you know, but but again, somebody <clears throat> pointed out. Somebody pointed out is like, Bucky killed dozens of people in cold blooded murder. 
she gave Steve Rogers her shield. They gave Bucky a pardon, and she she got diddly. She got exiled. <laughs> She's been hiding for exiled like a decade. For, for, uh, for breaking out Ant Man, the Falcon. Yeah. And even though the government technically does not own the, own the yeah. shield. <laughs> have you heard the Have you heard of the iPhone theory? No. What, did, you, did you hear about the iPhone theory? No. No. Not. So there's a. I, I read this from Kevin Smith, but it's been talked about before. Um, there's a theory. Because there's a contract that Apple has with um, anyone that produ- like uses their products, that they're not allowed to be owned by villains. Ooh, okay. So if you look at everybody who owns a phone in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, all the good guys have iPhones, and all the bad guys have generic. I don't know. What did she have? She did not have an iPhone. Ooh. Okay. So even Kevin Smith was like, "Oh, that's the telltale sign." <laughs> That she's going to be so a villain. And then it's just like, he ended up being right. He's like, I can't believe that was right. But um, She has yeah. a galaxy, damn it. <laughs> she has an S20. Oh, oh, no, it's like oh, crap. Hold on. Does that mean Lewis is a bad guy? I mean... <laughs> are you a scroll? He's, he's not allowed to be seen in public. Is that why you change so much, bro? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Stupid. That's why I can't like your messages and we have to stick the messenger instead of texting. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, did you... Oh, did the audience, do you guys, you guys know that uh, one sign for a super scroll is that you intermittent fast? <laughs> <laughs> like, the moment, the, moment you, the moment you start IFing, you're like, ooh, super scroll. Bad guy. <laughs> can't trust this guy. <laughs> he does that or he does keto, right? Yeah. Like, if this guy doesn't have breakfast, I don't like him. <laughs> he can only smell breakfast. He just can't eat it. You can sniff my coffee. That's it. <laughs> well, you said sniff your coffee, right? Yes. Okay, okay, I, heard so, I honestly heard something I started, else. I heard you start with something else, and I was like... Coffee. <laughs> yeah. This is the best part of waking up, bro. I know. It's penis in your cup. <laughs> I missed doing this. Oh, yes. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. By you this, I mean... It's the same, but different. Yes. It's different, but it's the same? Yeah. It's the um, same, but black. It's, it's black. <laughs> it's, it's black. We're talking about coffee again. How much yes. of this can we but, keep in the... <laughs> All of it. Because everything is gold. Uh, it really is different. So before we, uh, be, you know, um, before we move on, um, just to wrap it up, um, um, uh, anybody here actually think? Let's uh, like, um, um, and kind of like just like uh, looking at the crystal ball over here. I was about to say um, um, crystal bowl because it was like, but I, I corrected myself. Um, but um, what are the chances of of, of them having a sequel, or or do you think if this is this is what um what Marvel the MCU is doing is just creating content so that they're we're prepared for what's next in the movies. That's a good question because I mean I, I guess as comic book fans we know that every you know every big crossover event is basically leading to the next big crossover event. So part of me is being optimistic that this is going to lead to more content. Maybe, yeah, you're right. Like, if you've seen the episode, at the end, the the title card changes from Falcon and the Winter Soldier to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So maybe, like, a year, two years from now, after the next Avengers movie comes out, you know, we'll be revisiting what happened to Zemo. Or, um, you know, maybe they'll be tackling Agent Carter as the double agent that she says she is. Or maybe we'll see if U.S. Agent, you know, turns out to be the good guy that he wants to be or thinks he is or if he continues the path towards the dark side and becomes you know the 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 bad guy that we might or we thought he could have been 
Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the content. Um, if anything, I'll give Disney Plus a lot of props, or you know, Disney and, and, and Marvel a lot of props, because you know, between this and WandaVision, we've been introduced to basically two new characters. You know, we've um, you know, we got the Scarlet Witch in all of her glory. This is her now, and we've got uh, actually no more than one character. We also have you know the Vision, who's been reset and rebooted, and we have brand new Captain America. So in theory, like the next Avengers movie is gonna look a lot different. Than the, than the first few Avengers movies. So, and yeah, then was, Bucky. And, <laughs> and then Bucky. And Bucky. <laughs> that, that should be the new... new it's just going to save the Avengers and at the very, very, very bottom. And, and, like Bucky. and Bucky. As a footnote. On Captain a, on America the, 4. And Bucky. And Bucky. <laughs> it doesn't even get he'll get Elos Bucky. <laughs> because he's retired in Mexico? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Well, he, he's got that shrimp boat, I, I guess, out in yeah. where, wherever they're at, dude. <laughs> He looked really happy. Yeah, it's not Bucky anymore now. He's Bubba. Is right now Captain Dan? <laughs> he Instead got, of missing legs, he got a missing arm. No! Arms from NASA. <laughs> you got space arms. <laughs> uh, stuff um, writes itself, man. And for, for those people who are... Um, Still listening to this crap that we're we're, we're spotting over here. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, it does sound a little bit different. Um, quality wise, we're actually over, or we can actually overlap in talking to each other. I know it, it's actually uh, weird because uh, for, you know, for those people who don't know, um, we have not been recording um, together since the start of the pandemic. It's been a year and a half, um, and Ooh. as we've been kind of mentioning in the last couple of weeks, um, you know, all three of us have gotten our um, our sh- our shots. Um, you know, we are dogs. What dogs get vaccine shots? Oh, gotcha. Okay, I was like, what? You shot? I I didn't know you shot your dog, bro. Well, that's a different oh story. From, no, that's a different story from two episodes ago. <laughs> you, you said that she died naturally. But my, never mind. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, we we have we decided um out of the blue, uh, we had an opportunity um to just hang out and um Lewis just or uh, Harold, I forget which one, me. just kind of pointed it out and <laughs> said, me. you know, why don't we record? And yeah, this is the first time in a year and a half that we are in the newly, I wouldn't say renovated, but we hey. have lights now. Yeah, we have, we have, po- we have power. <laughs> we don't have to bring out the ladder. Yeah. And, and oh, that's, I didn't even think about that. Like the fact that... No. Actually, yeah, dude, when we came down here, I started walking towards your ladder. And then you turned the light on, I was like, oh! <laughs> it's just reflex at this point. It's just reflex. We have lights. <laughs> But the funny part is, I, we have to find all the components for the uh, for our, uh, our microphones. <laughs> the like, oh. I felt like Indiana Jones was trying to dust everything off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was weird that uh, partway through the episode, I saw Harold like a kind of signal that it was my turn. I was ready. He's like, "Yes, bam!" And, but at the same time, it's just like we've been doing it for so long. We're just like looking at weird versions of each other. So it's like I was telling the other guys earlier is. It's weird to see Lewis looking at his phone in person instead of paying attention to the episode, as opposed sure. to like me at a screen being like <laughs> trying to point at him because we can't really signal each other. I mean, we could do the high five thing through the thing, but yeah, just, for the people that silence was Harold forgetting that we are not a video podcast. <laughs> no, we are back to normal. Just for now, uh, like Dennis, I think we mentioned before is. For now, uh, I mean, not for now, but intermittently, like, Lewis is fasting. 
<laughs> we'll be doing uh, some, uh, maybe some Zoom episodes, maybe some live episodes. Yeah. It really depends on Lewis's schedule. And Lewis being lazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> Am I willing to drive? Because the studio is not as close as the computer is to his face. <laughs> so it's like, this is weird, man. <laughs> we don't use a ring light here. We can see how naturally ugly we are <laughs> under the beautiful lights here. Hey, if you want to bring your ring light, you can still do it, bro. <laughs> if you guys want us to do a video uh, podcast, then too bad. Because it's never happening. <laughs> That means I'd have to shave. This really pathetic excuse for a mustache. <laughs> we have the faces for podcasting. Yeah. I think we've established that before. And we have the voices for silent uh, movies. <laughs> uh, okay. But we missed the live banter here, as you can tell. Uh, it's actually been a while since the three of us actually hung out to do anything. Yeah. Uh, besides yesterday when we went to watch a movie together. And that'll be for our next episode. Yeah. And that'll be for our next episode coming up. Um, but I, I love the fact that we had an opportunity to hang out with each other. What are we going to do? Podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I told my wife, you know, I, I, you know, these days are really just podcasts so I can spend time with with the guys, you know, on, on Zoom. And I was like, nope, we're still here. <laughs> so what are you going to do now? Uh, podcast, right? <laughs> we'll be back. Would it be weirder if we all went to different parts of your place or to okay. the and studio Zoom. and then Zoom? <laughs> so then you can record here in the thing? <laughs> I call the toilet. <laughs> Hey, you can't do it upstairs because it's really, really noisy. Oh, that's I know. It sounds like there's you a. Be talking about the dog or me dropping deuces. <laughs> you can drop my dog in the <laughs> If you can shoot that dog. Hey. Oh yikes! <laughs> old Yeller. Uh, we should review Old Yeller. God, the dog dies. <laughs> this spoiler alert! Spoiler spoilers. Ron Howard shoots the dog. <laughs> Dude, I, I've never watched that movie, so. <laughs> I thought old yeller was a uh, you know old? just an old man yelling at somebody. <laughs> no, that's Clint Eastwood in Clinton. Get those Vietnamese kids out my yard. Get it? Because he's old and he's yelling at Asian people, so he's an old yeller. Yes. Yeller. Yeller. It's the same. It's the color that's yellow. Wow. That's gonna be my tagline. It's the same, but, but color. <laughs> Insert the color. I mean, yeah. no. oh god. Okay, we're we're treading into dangerous territory. <laughs> so I think we're gonna I think we're gonna end, end our podcast today. I hope you enjoyed our episode at least both the first and the second, second half, half of the episode. <laughs> and um, who knows? Maybe Zoom actually sounds better than than this right now. And we'll see. I guess once we start listening. But thank you very much for being here with us, and thank you very much for sticking with us. I know um, it, it's you know it's difficult the last year and a half but things seems to be normalizing and at the very least one way to do this is that if three guys can sit around in a basement and talk to each other about nothing then that means things have turned out for the best and we are not Canada so uh, damn it, we just lost, yeah we just lost our Canadian Dude, man. our one Canadian Canada. Oh. they had real problems over there <laughs> sorry Canadians my bad you are the what, where are they on top of us? You are You're the Mexicans of the north. Yeah. <laughs> you that, are, is that the way to get out of this? You are you are our hats. We're just offending everybody <laughs> now. <laughs> Sorry to our Mexican listeners <laughs> for I mean, applying your Canada of the South. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what's I don't know what's more offensive. <laughs> yeah, who's offended with more? And if there's any Canadians or Mexicans that are still listening to this, please let us know which one you prefer. Yeah. 
because it's more offensive. Because that'll be our next shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be the same two fanboys one casual, but it, it'll be never mind. <laughs> okay, that's it for us today. Hopefully, you were not too offended with our episode. Um, as usual, this is two fanboys and a filthy casual. Take a look at us at the two fanboys one casual for all our old content. And of course, we have on Facebook. You can find us. Just put in the search box two fanboys and a filthy casual at our page. Not to mention our very active group page. Uh, we got a bunch of like-minded nerds, geeks, gamers, and all those other fun folks who uh, pretty active group out there actually. So every time the podcast goes live, we'll be posting it there. And then on Twitter and Instagram at Two Fanboys One Casual. And as usual, anywhere you can find your regular podcast, we are there as well. Well, that is it for us today. This is Two Fanboys and the Filthy Casual. We are back again. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. Peace. We back, baby! Yeah.